Well, there you are. We are in the middle of the winter. Think about that. South Africa actually has a winter. And surprisingly, this year is a pretty cool winter out there. Not here where we are. Here where we are, it's very nice because it's been set up to be very nice. It's my place of study and prayer. And uh, so uh, that's what we do. And this is the place of consecration, dedication, and then, of course, impartation to you. And a lot of prayer that takes place for you. And so um, I thought, you know what, uh, do a little bit more casual. And we spend a bit of time here seeing that it is a cloudy and a cold day outside. Let's, um, let's uh, switch on the lights and uh, put the spotlight on one or two things. Here's one of the things maybe I should take you here and uh, just... I, there's so many things I could talk about because I've been to Israel, what's it, 32 times. And so um, one of the visits that we went to Israel, they had uh, the Lake of Galilee or Kinneret, which means heart shape or heart. Uh, the Lake of Galilee or the Sea of Galilee had dropped the level due to irrigation. And that particular year, I don't know if they had all that many uh, rainfall uh, clouds and bursts through the area and you have Jordan also taking water from the the same lake uh, they're helping Jordan because they've got no water and at the same time all the irrigation that goes on so the lake level dropped there was mud sticking out of the mud was a boat they called this the first century Galilee boat and uh, known uh, at, the, at the end, it's, uh, the scale is 1 to uh, 50 and uh, Galilee. And this is what a typical boat was. In fact, it's called the Jesus boat. And um, when you go there, you can still see the original one in a specially darkened room with special lights not to do any damage. And they had it in foam and then they removed the foam very carefully around it so that it wouldn't break up because the wood is, has been submerged underwater for 2,000 years. And this is what the, the boat looks like. Underneath, they, had the, the, they put the fishnets in there. And, uh, of course, uh, that would be the back of the boat. And, uh, no, this would be the back of the boat. That's the front of the boat. And here, <laughs> I think it's so cute, they've got, they've got like uh, a dozen or more fish that you can actually see if you look at a closer image of this. So Jesus said, follow me and I will make you fishes of men. Isn't that an amazing thing? The great creator coming down to earth, taking a bunch of fishermen, not from the local university, not from the local college, not from the local... Uh, school or shul or where all the Pharisees, Sadducees and, and all the other people, the scholars, the teachers of the law were. No, just a bunch of, of fishermen, which shows you the enormous uh, transformational power of Jesus. And uh, he says, I'll make you fishes of men. And here you see the fish. This is the Lake of Galilee boat. And uh, may the Lord also with that make you a fisher of men. What an enormous task. What, what, 
What a call to respond to. What an enormous, enormous favor that God bestows on mankind to say, come, you follow me, I'll make you a fisher of men. I pray that this person's testimony here at the time we've just gone through Pentecost will be multiplied exceedingly and so become a fisher of men. I bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.